And disappointed or not, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Ren Galloway Girls. And we are so excited to be here today on this Wednesday. Yeah. Right after the Marine Corps Marathon. We ran a marathon Sunday. We ran a marathon on seven weeks of training. So we're going to go, or eight weeks of training, we're going to get into that. Yeah. We ran a marathon on a hot, humid, hard day. So we'll get into that. Yeah. I ran a marathon pregnant. Yeah. We'll get into that. That's huge. (laughs) And we'll talk about disappointment when it comes to the day the marathon gives you. Because I know that there's a lot out there. So... You know, yeah, it's crazy. It crazy. is. So first up, how do you feel? I feel pretty good. I'm tired. Um, I have a little bit of like little bit of soreness on like one of my legs, but it's yeah. it's not bad at all. I actually so, didn't like feel you, sore till we like ran a Monday. Uh, yeah. So like you ran a marathon? <laughs> like I well, not that bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I you, feel pretty good for having run. Yeah. You know? Um I feel actually amazing. Good. I had a tiny bit of ankle soreness and just a little bit of that pelvic hip soreness, but yeah. nothing as bad as the 21 for the pelvic hip. Oh, good. And my ankle soreness, first it was in one ankle, and then it was in the other ankle, and now it's gone. Oh, good. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I also looked at my heart rate data. I was in blue, like the, like the entire, like three hours and 35 minutes, and like I was in green for like 45 minutes. Yeah. I was like the lowest my heart rate has been even like on long runs. That's really, really good. Actually, yeah, speaking of like with our 21, I had that problem with my foot after. Yeah. I didn't get anything like that this time. That's great. Even though I wore the same shoes, maybe a stupid decision, but yeah, <laughs> but I didn't get any of that like tendonitis that I had to go yeah. get treated. So um, Well, maybe the, it's that it was, the treatment helped. <laughs> and it was also that that week was a too big of a mileage week versus, right, you right. know, just the right. day. And that's, the something one day. To, that's something to always remember that, like, like as you are building mileage, you can build so much low aerobic base into your training. Like, you can add all the Z1 that you want, but you still have to account for the pounding. So mm-hmm. when you're going from, say, 15 miles, they talk about that 10% rule, right? It's not, like, it's either 10% time, distance, or intensity. So sometimes adding 10% to stay uninjured means adding speed work, so switching something of what you're doing to some speed work, but not increasing any mileage. Sometimes that actually looks like a decrease in mileage. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you're adding distance, you're literally like, you know, you can add a tiny bit more if it's in that Z1, but you really have to be careful because, yeah, you just don't want to go from a 35 mile week to a 47 mile week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 43, but yeah, 43. exactly. Well, and then this this race would be a good example of that too, of adding not only, you know, distance, obviously, because it's 26 point, I don't know, my watch had six, which yeah. it's always long when we do Marine Corps. But we added time. It was a long yeah. time on our feet. It was, it was long longer time. run than we would even, even in training would have run for 26 miles. Yeah. So, and then the pounding of yeah. the surface that you're on. And so you have Although to add I'm all pretty that together. Sure. I'm pretty sure we've done over five hours before. So we completed. Not recently. Not, no, not. That's, we did one for Mountain Speech because we did a 26. Six miler, twenty five miler with the walk. That was over five. Yeah, but the yeah the run was twenty one, and then the walk was another. No, 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 no. When we went, we ran from Reston to DC with Sarah. Oh, you mean did we this year? Yeah, we did. Go back and look. We did it really early. Maybe it was a twenty four miler, but we did it really early in the season. So anyway, but yeah. So the the time on our feet, I feel like that's a big factor into it. I'm glad you're feeling so good. I just know that like. I felt, I don't know, Monday definitely felt like the time on my feet was was part of the component yeah. of what made me feel t- more tired, more sore. I um I think like because my heart rate was okay and because I truly, truly, truly tapered. Like yeah. I went down to only doing weekday runs of no more than two and a half miles. And when we taught oh sorry, that's gonna be really annoying. <laughs> and the podcast, the I and I don't know how to do it. Okay, so I apologize if on video you can see me. There we go. Turning off alerts. Turning off alerts. <laughs> That's there okay. We no go. one watches our video. We're back. But you can. We're on YouTube. I did. We are. <laughs> okay. So, 
Yeah, no, we did not do anything over that 21 in the spring. I knew we ran from Reston to D.C., but it was 20. Oh, it was 20. Yeah, in January. Okay. I, d- I thought it was longer. I felt like it was felt longer. longer. <laughs> well, because it was in January for right. a May marathon. We we were like had all the great intentions of doing a yeah. proper training cycle and then didn't. Yeah. And then this fall we didn't have those intentions. We knew we were going but a little we bit. Ran, we ran you know. more. I feel like we ran more right. big runs. <laughs> did, at least did. in succession. So we so on Sunday at the Marine Corps Marathon. I know last week we talked about the heat and we talked about how to prepare and get ready for the heat. Well, one of the things that I guess I didn't, like I knew, but I didn't truly understand was the impact of humidity on heat. And the Marine Corps Marathon actually issued like a little image that um, had like a little, yeah, a little chart graphic about heat index and heat and humidity. So the start was 69, which wasn't horrible. It actually felt great. But the humidity was like 86 or 88%. It felt as hard as the end at the beginning because of the high humidity, even though the temperature was low. So on marathon day, I actually suffered more in the first five miles than I did once the sun came out and we had like the high heat. In fact, the sun came out and I was like, oh, here's Marathon Liz. And we have a yeah. little speed up in there. And poor Naomi's like trying to catch <laughs> me because the sun, she's like a vampire. The sun hits her and, she's like, <laughs> yeah. and like starts to, starts to shrink. Yeah. My heart rate starts to climb. And because we sped up those little miles, like we were... Yeah, trotting a little faster, which um, you know that's another thing about about Marine Corps and big races and and lining up in appropriate places. But we couldn't get our foot speed up yeah. early on, so then it was harder to get it up. At, you know, up at our foot speed up to our normal range when we're at mile eighteen of the marathon. But right, yeah, back those first like few miles, we kept getting trapped within these like clumps of. It wasn't, runners. but you know what? Honestly, it wasn't, so it bad. wasn't bad because. I think what it did is it saved us in the long term. Um, so we ended up running a 508, uh, which was my second or my third slowest ever. And it's my personal worst, but yeah. that's it's all for good reason. And it was my personal worst if I'm not considering pacing somebody else. Um, and uh, we ran You're the pacing first half. Baby. Yeah, that's right. I was pacing Addie. <laughs> um, our first half was 231 and change. Mm-hmm. So we did not have a huge percent slowdown mm-hmm. um, to do a 231 and, and I a think 230 a 236 and change. Mm-hmm. Um, really, that was not bad at all. That was pretty even and pretty consistent. We also had a potty stop in the second half. Yes. We had the direct sun. And one of the things that we did not do that a lot of people did was we did not stop our intervals and we did not just walk. I joked like four or five times during the race. I joked about um, maybe we should just walk a mile and then go back to our intervals. But we just stuck with our intervals intervals the whole time. Yeah. So we have a 1530 PR of 508, which is amazing. Our official um, pacing shows it as 1146 average. And yeah, that's pretty consistent because our first 5K, um, you know, was around there. And, and every, you know, every 5K thereafter, there was a few in the middle that were in the 1130s. But the um, almost all of them, I think all of them were in the 11s, like every every yeah. 5K. So we, we I think consistent. we had the last was at 12 flat. Oh, <laughs> like polar, yeah, like our official. But that's splits. all right. But, and um, you know, so we also, I know there was points at which you had said like. Oh, well, let's just get to this mile or that mile. Let's get to mile 18. And I said, what happens then? Do we get to walk eight miles in? And you're like, let's get to mile 20. I was like, what happens then? Do we get to walk six miles in? Because <laughs> I yeah. didn't care. I was like, I will walk. So, and <laughs> and Jeff says that a 1530 would be the equivalent of a 1430 or a 1545 pace. Wow. Now, we've seen that, that yeah. is, that's actually very slow compared to... Sherry has a much quicker 1530. Yeah. I would say it's more in the 13-minute zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, 
Jeff would say to do in our pace would be somewhere like a 60-30, 40-20, 30-15, 30-30, or 20-20. Yeah. So the fact that we did a 15-30 is pretty incredible, even though we couldn't get up to our normal foot speed. Yeah. And again, it goes to show what we said. You cannot start too slow. Now, right. the first 5K is hilly of Marine Corps, so most people do have a slower first 5K than, like, their second 5K. But our first 5K averaged 11.52, and again, our overall official average was 11.46. I know on Strava this, it was, like, 11.33 because we ran extra distance. But the, um, Also, the second 5K of Marine Corps is downhill. Yeah. So everybody's second 5K is faster. Fast. And so those people who had a second 5K faster and then a third 5K that matched that second 5K actually increased their intensity intensity quite a bit in that third 5k because you'll see from our paces our second 5k goes to 11.19 average which is like what (laughs) and then we go right back to our (laughs) 11.41 but again yeah we didn't have any that were too far out of range of what we end up averaging which shows that we did a pretty we ran a smart race Mm -hmm. and that's what it was really about was like yes we didn't we obviously weren't going for time and we weren't you know we also had no time even like ranges, we we said, well, it'll be somewhere probably between four thirty and five, and we're so a little over five. But. At the beginning, we actually there were there are these big yellow pylons that have different paces, and because I didn't know what pace, I was like, oh, let's take a picture of the between five and five thirty, like in front of that one, and then the next one, which was four four thirty one to four forty nine or four fifty nine, yeah, and then so we took pictures with all of them so that we would have them. <laughs> But then we lined up probably, I think we lined up right about 445. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, we finished with people we lined up with. Yeah. So, which was incredible. Like, so there were some people, or at least by 18, we were still with a lot of the same people. I think a lot of people did have a drastic slowdown. Um, It seemed like a lot of people we know slowed down right at the half. Yes. I I did see, you know, going through our, our, like, friends and family, my husband ran, like, a lot of our friends ran to where they were running their first half either intentionally or not intentionally. The first half, they were going out of the gate thinking, okay, I'm just going to hold the pace that I think I can hold for the whole thing. Right. And, you know. Not taking into the heat and weather into account. Right. And even on your best day, like, you you know, it still is a little bit of a, a risk to go out with that first half at a pace that you you know, in your mind, believe, yes, I can hold. Like, so, for right. example, my husband ran a 202 first half, which for him on, you know. Which is th- which is four to five minutes slower than, like, if he were to go run a half, just a half marathon on his average fitness ten, right now. Ten minutes, possibly. He yeah, would five be, to ten. he would be, well, I would say just, like, kind of where he is right now. Right now. On a bad day, he'd be 154. Right. And so he was, you know, 202. On a great day at, at Marine Corps, he would probably finish with a 408, 409, yes. running a 202 and a slightly begin. slower back half because that's just – and now had it been perfect weather, he could have probably even split it. Right. But, like, that's just, you know, kind of where he is. But he, I don't think he took into account the weather at all. No. I, he, <laughs> he had, what, a 245 back half? So, oh, it was even worse than that. I think it was a 249 back half. He ran a, a 451. He walked. Essentially, he walked, like, a majority of some sections in the back half, obviously. Yeah. And that's what he said. He, just, he, he, thought, he tried to do some intervals, but at that point, it's too late in the game. Yeah. To, it's not too late to start walking and doing intervals, but it But it's mentally really, it hard, really hard to start – to start running once you drop your intervals. Yeah. So the, our recommendation is in a race, no matter, like, even if your intervals have to be 10 and 30 or even or even 10 and a minute, like, try to keep some kind of running on some kind of, you know, schedule. Try to keep that And going. you mean, like, 10 seconds? 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah. Like, to, yeah, to get the running back. Oh, gosh. 10 minutes? <laughs> I couldn't do it. No, no. So, yeah, even just to get the running back into the legs. And, yeah, I think with the heat and humidity, he's learned, and a lot of people have learned that lesson of, like, well, maybe, you know, yes, you have to figure out what you're going to slow down to for the first half and also maybe start, you know, start with an interval plan from the beginning. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, some people still perform really well. Like, we were really happy, for, like, that Jess crushed her 50K. Oh, I mean, but talk about an experience So in smart. choosing Jess crushed her 50K. 
And she chose a pace for that 50K. She and her coach chose a pace that was appropriate for her for the distance and the day. Because Jess is, you know, a three... Low 15. 340 or high 340 marathon. I think she's under 345. Three, it's um, 347, I think, okay. because she only needs so, to go under 350. So she and she had a high volume of mileage. Yeah. So she's got a great base under her belt. So, you know, that's what an 815. So to slow down to a 10 minute pace, that's almost like two minutes slow. Is it eight forty? Yeah, oh, for three fifty. Okay. I've, I've but, no idea. Yeah. But she okay. But she so it's a, a minute, minute. It's a minute, and that was last year. Like she's maybe. Yeah. You know, obviously, it's a show but of it's, better shape. She's in it's this a year. minute and you know fifteen off of her marathon pace from last so, year. And this right. year, I, I bet she's going faster because yeah, the shape she, she's in. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that just goes to show picking an appropriate interval. Yeah. I would say that's probably closer to the pace she's been running long runs at. Right. Versus, you know, now we still say slow down even more on your on your easy long runs, but um, I, that's that's picking an appropriate pace because she didn't have that huge slowdown. Yeah, um, and it assured her that even though it's not to her potential, right? Possibly she could run it faster. Right. Um, it assured her a massive PR in the fifty k. In the fifty k, like a thirty minute PR. Yeah, yeah. So She's that's incredible. You know that that is always that's always so important to pick an appropriate pace. She also because I've run with her in long runs where it's gotten warm. She has durability. Yeah, she's very she good. She can the heat doesn't affect her at least. I mean, outwardly, it doesn't affect her the way it affects me. Like, when we were running together that one time, and she felt amazing yeah. at mile 18, where it's just like you, where I wanted to puke at mile 18 in right. the long run. And so she has, um, you know, some of that, like, you know, endurance. And yes. I was very, resistance. you know, especially in this marathon. I mean, I'm always happy that we're running together. But yeah. I was very lucky because I did start to get to a point, and this happens to me, in long, hot, hard runs, I get to this point where I just want to be done, and I can actually find mm-hmm. this amazing speed and, right. and ability Charge to, through. like, close. Like, I think I closed out, like, some long, hot run that we had been – it was, like, awful. And I, like, just picked it up to, like, an eight-flat pace and yeah. just, like, ran in. For, like, this was a couple summers ago, so it was better shape. But I just, like, ran in, like, two miles straight because I wanted to be done. Yeah. And – but out there at Marine Corps, my concern was making sure that I didn't dehydrate or overheat because of the baby. Yeah. So I was lucky that Naomi was just with me, and we were just able to, like, close it out and stay with our intervals. And it was it was just the, kind of the best that we could hope for on that day. Yeah, with what we were given, with the conditions. Yeah. And I'm so proud of us. So Same. I know. And so, like, and for, you know, it was a hard day. Like, we found out after we finished that they did – Close the gauntlet sooner, um, 33 minutes sooner than normal. That's the clock I saw. So we put, we go into Crystal City, and the oh. clock says 12.18. And yeah. I was like, we haven't been out here for 12 hours. <laughs> that was the gauntlet clock. So yeah. we had – so because I was worried that people that were, like, you know, about 30 minutes behind us might miss it, but they were they were able to squeak through and do the whole race. Yeah, so it was – it ended up being black flag conditions, which is – so, yeah, if, you're, if you've done these before, you've seen green flag means great running conditions, yellow flag, red flag is, you know, red flags obviously some – take a lot of precautions. Black flag, they'll often shut down a course um, yeah. to preserve. You know, there's – basically it means that, like, the EMS had been – um, wow. Overwhelmed. There wasn't enough medics to treat everyone. I heard that there were a lot of sick people within the three to four hour range. Oh, very similar to what happened at New York last yeah. year. So at New York last year, people who ran a three thirty or you know around that range were having massive heat injury illnesses versus the people who were a little more conservative and stayed towards the back, like these, uh, smarter right. folks right. who like knew we weren't going to go out and race it, and um, they got overwhelmed early, and so they. You know, with that, they... So then they don't have the medic support for later on in the race. And that does suck. And I'm sorry. To back of the Packers, when your race is cut short And you get that message and you're not... You don't have the time to get there. That's really... You know, it really is disheartening. I, I completely understand, you know, your your training based on, 
you know, the race says this is what we do, this is how long you'll have, and for that to be changed on race day, you know, I I'm, I feel for everybody who yeah. didn't get to complete their marathon or didn't get to complete their 50K. Or completed um, but didn't get a official time. They were a mile short or two miles short. A lot of people went out and tried to, you know, run, walk, or walk a mile or two to get their, like, on their watch. Yeah, but they, that's great. But they're not getting their official results. They got their medals. I believe they, you know, were yeah. still making sure they got their medals, but people had like 24 and a half miles as their, you know, total. But remember, you still completed, you still competed in in the event that was offered to you that day. So don't look at it as a failure. But that is one of those things too with the marathon is the marathon is really, really difficult. It is something that while I love that everybody is out there trying to do a marathon, like... I think that if you are tra- training for a marathon and you are going to be close to those cut lo- cutoffs and gauntlets, there is no shame in waiting until you're a little further away, like further ahead of those gauntlets to attempt your first marathon. There's no shame yeah. or there's no shame in attempting it and missing it yeah. and coming back and trying again with more training. Like... Yeah, I know if you were close, <sighs> I know if you were close hard. with it, like if you were close in training and you had that worry, will I make the cutoffs? And then they've taken the cutoffs by 33 minutes. That's yeah. too much to expect on a if hard you're not day. in that shape. Yeah. Well, and on a hard and yeah, day. it's hard and, for everyone. And remember, remember as you're training, like for those cutoffs and you're like, oh, I want to be able to make those cutoffs to be able to do it. Think about I need to be able to make those cutoffs on a on a hot hard day, yeah. which means you need to actually train to be ahead of the cutoffs. And you know this happened in Disney in 2020 as well. They they trimmed the course at about right four hours uh, into the race. They cut the course. They black flagged it, and so this happens. Um, yeah, it's it happens a at a lot. It's it's common. It's upsetting. I understand, mm-hmm. but don't don't not be proud of yourself because you know you were two or four or whatever miles short of your yeah. goal. You got to complete the race that 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 the Marine Corps Marathon offered you that day, and there's always another year. Yeah, and I do hope they'll like look at for specific. Like I know it seems that they've possibly scrubbed the finishes for a lot of people who didn't make the cutoffs. And I hope they'll look at, like, there are people who were were going to get their five-timer club, for example, and they, you know, missed it because of that, and they got yeah. 25 miles on their watch. And, like, I hope they'll kind of, there'll be some sort of consideration for those people. Yeah. I don't know what they'll offer them. Maybe they offer them a way to do a virtual or something. I don't know. I, I think it would be really cool, actually, if they just, like, say from, right. from whatever finish time, like, the last finisher who got to do the complete course – and then they just them, do a like, rank of the next give them of like everybody the who minutes. missed that. Yeah, everybody who missed that, you know, Crystal City. Right, take their average or something. Well, what they missed was they cut off the mall. Oh, so so they didn't get the penis. Oh, I thought <laughs> that they cut off Crystal City. That they might have cut that off that. later, but when I've seen the people's maps, they were like, "My map has been bobbited. My my brain core." Oh, oh, they were they were really cut off, cut off right? Okay, because because the gauntlet is at seventeen and a half is the one gauntlet that you know, and we, then but then there's the also one. the then Crystal City right, one. Too. That was the first one so, though that they stopped. Okay, or that was when they stopped people at like so that early. Was, yeah, I thought that they were cutting Crystal City early. They might have cut that too. I'm not sure. I have to go and well, so it sounds like yeah, out of you know twenty six thousand. Uh, registrants, there were 13 to 14,000 that finished is what I saw wow. in the results. Um, and so I don't know how many people actually, you know, finished their race and are scrubbed from results. I'm not sure what the numbers look like and how many just didn't didn't start or DNF'd out of. Yeah. So it's it stinks. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I feel yeah. for you. And, and don't be too disappointed. I mean, yeah. you know, things happen. Um, but it's just, it reminds me kind of of the pandemic. We all stayed home in March and April of 2020, March, April, May, June yeah. <laughs> of 2020 to prevent the hospitals from being overwhelmed. Right. And it wasn't necessarily that there were a ton of COVID cases at that point. It's just 
the hospitals, we didn't want them to be overwhelmed. It was precautionary. It was precautionary. And we actually had much higher COVID cases later right. when hospitals could handle it, when we had vaccines, when we had treatments, right? And so it's the same thing. The medical professionals, and we actually saw someone being airlifted while yeah. we were at like yeah, in DC. 16. So I hope they're okay. Yeah. So that's I mean, you know, it, with the with the race happening and the logistics, it's very difficult to get medical emergencies out of the city yeah. to a hospital. And so if the medics are overwhelmed with the sheer number of people needing assistance, then you know, that makes races unsafe for all of us because even on great conditions, I looked this up years ago when I saw when two people died at a race that I was at. Yeah. Um, I uh, did the inaugural the... Rock and Roll Richmond, oh. or not Richmond, uh, Raleigh. Raleigh, yeah. I, and I said Richmond like uh, a podcast ago, and I, I met Raleigh. Um, two people passed, and I looked at the stat, and it's something like one person in every eighty thousand runners. And it's crazy because I like looked back, and like I have seen people. I've seen people die, like, passed by as they're taking people away, found out later that they passed on at the Army 10-Miler, at half marathons. And, I mean, a marathon is much more dangerous. Right. And with, I mean, just, yeah, keep in mind, the conditions were hard for everyone. I think, you know, even with us running a smart race, being you being pregnant, you can look at it and see, like, for us, we were 59 minutes slower than we were in May, five months ago. So, like, yeah, our fitness is a little different, too, but just... Bear in mind, like, that's goes to show, like, it was a hard day for everybody. Well, and we, we didn't push. Like, I think no. probably, we I think our, probably our best, our best that we could have run had I not been pregnant um, probably would have been a four, maybe a 445. Like, honestly, the on day. the day. Like, right. so, so, but we, I mean, I intentionally, like, I, we would look at our heart rates and I would check in. I'd be like, oh, you're still like no higher than orange, right? Like, because I, I we knew Naomi, like at a certain point was going to be an orange. Yeah. I was Although like, you're still feeling okay, We've right? adjusted those since then. Good. That was, that was the heart rate that I Garmin was like, you're was... still feeling okay, right? <laughs> not feeling pukey, not feeling lightheaded. Or she gets chest pain when it's hot. Yeah, I didn't the get the sun. chest pain yeah. that I got, like that I had all throughout New York when I was running it, that I had that like, it's right in my left, you know, part of my chest, over. Yeah. it's probably muscular. Yeah. But during New York last year, I was like, yeah, don't die. Like, just right. slow down. <laughs> so <laughs> Not worth dying for. So, yeah. So just be be okay with what the day gave you. And, you know, here's the thing. There's lots more races to come. And even better than marathons, there are 5Ks to run. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to switch to 5Ks for a little while. Yeah, the short distance sounds like a lot of fun. I actually need to decide what I'm doing. I'm Like, I, I need know. to pick your brain. Like, you know, what would you do in my situation? So I have, you know, I talked about it before. I have Philly marathons I signed up for. A year ago, I signed up for it the I day after the marathon, and it was like yeah, I knew I signed year, up for it too. <laughs> yeah, I was like a year from now, I'm going to be in such good shape, and because I'm going to have all this base under me, and you know, lo and behold, no, that's not what happened. So now I know that I'm not in the fitness that I would rather be for that yeah. race. So I need to decide: do I switch to the half, which you know, and figure out what to run that, or do I run the full and use it as some sort of a you know practice experience run? And so I still got to figure that out. You ready? What would for- you do? I think you should go to Philly and cheer for your husband in the half, spend time with your family, and not run at all. <laughs> Whoa. Um, be, and here's why. You're still recovering from your feet stuff. Yeah. And I think it's time to, like, get into, like, some serious short-distance training. Yeah. Before you head into your half marathon in, in March. Like, I think it's time to make sure and rebuild a solid foundation and make sure like this leg stuff doesn't pop up that we don't get, we don't gain like we don't take any minor soreness that you have right now and turn it into an injury yeah by running a marathon and then having to jump into a training plan with a month right. because like telling you to actually recover like because that's the other thing so from this from this marine corps Sure, we need a tiny bit of recovery, but we don't need a reverse taper. Mm-hmm. We don't need to take three weeks off and then start over, right? We just need to kind of chill in. Like I was even going to say, we walked yesterday. <clears throat> I was even going to say tomorrow we should run two and a half and then walk for the rest of the time to get us to an hour. And, 
you know, so we're, we're kind of there. You run another marathon, you, that cumulative impact of those two marathons back to back on the short training cycle, you're looking at needing bone and skeletal and muscular recovery. Mm -hmm. Because if you go, because you're going to be broken down, you're going to go into your next training cycle if you don't take that recovery. And December is always so hard for you to take time off. You didn't take time off after Richmond or after New York last year either. Well, yeah, I made that mistake. Right. And I mean, but it's like every time, like we'll do a fall marathon and then we'll jump right back into Disney training. training. Like, right. Right. And so I just want to make sure that you're completely uninjured and like ready and primed and like there's no lingering like possibility of a shadow of an injury heading into your spring cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. I think you're I think you gotta run really well at Jeff's race. Like I think, you know, sub one fifty, you know, on a hilly course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wanna aim for that. I just know yeah. like I'm also not the person I was a year ago or you're for that. I I don't know. Forties are hitting me. <laughs> It's hard. Okay. <laughs> so you'll be all right. It's 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 you know it's a lot of uh, changes and new just having to adjust to the new the new the new me. Okay, well then happily pace <laughs> but, the two fifteen at Jeff's race. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see where I am. We'll see where I am, and, and that's a ways off. So yeah, we'll see where. I am. Yeah. So um, I mean, I would say even maybe even just run the AK or right run the AK or run the half with your husband right. versus. And I know it's that would be expensive because you would well, have to. My um, mom's offered to pay for the hotel to oh, like okay. babysit and be there so we can do so I can do okay. the half because he's doing the half and so so yeah that's like. Like, I'm not so worried about that. I just have to decide, like, what, yeah, what makes sense at this point. Yeah. And neither of the, I, I agree. Probably what makes sense is not running at all, but I, I don't know. That's hard. I know. I know. <laughs> That's hard. So. It's, it is hard. I definitely, I, I don't think, um, I don't know. I, because I feel like even if you were to go run, even if, I think if you were to go run Philly and you didn't, I mean, because you'd probably run, a 414 at best. Oh, at like, best. That's like the best you could hope for. Right. And like realistically, you'd be around like somewhere between 425 and 431. Right. That's and sort I of think what I was you'd, imagine, And I think you'd just kind of be like, okay. I know. Like, and that's yeah. that's why, yeah. like, yeah, the only way I would, if I'm doing, if I did the full, it well, wouldn't be for wait, time. Wait, what would that be? Your second worst marathon? Though you weren't pacing someone at? <laughs> right. Like, right. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, we're gonna we're working at the bottom right now. Right? Oh, you could go for a worse. Yeah. You could go, oh yeah, you should go run a five ten. Yeah, <laughs> go see how slow. No, like my only thing to use it for if I were to do the full, which I yeah, it's really something I don't want to do without you, but would be to go out in, you know, a slow first half and, yeah. and use that as practice on learning how to negative split. I've never negative split. But the you could even come do is that, like a three you minute. You could even do that split. practice. That practice you could do that in the half in, and you would get yeah. the same mental True. benefit, which it, this is true. It is very difficult to go out in a race and and decide to do this because your finish time is going to look horrible. And so then you have yeah. to like do the post where you like tell explain people explain where you explain happened. it. But I will tell you the the physiological benefits of going out and like dividing your race in half and saying okay easy and then pick it up. Like it's amazing, like right. because it's just it. First off, it's playing, and there's so much fun playing in a race. But I mean, that is really what taught me to close out races, and I it I ended up running faster. Like if then I took those second halves of races. If I like applied that to whole races, they would have been PRs in that oh, cool. season, and so like. You know, at the time that I was doing this, and I would be like, okay, now go to eight fit like in a ten miler. I'd be like, okay, eight fifty, eight forty, eight thirty. I would be closing out the last mile in a seven fifty. Yeah. I never closed out or ran seven fifties in ten milers at that point. So yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah, I've done. I've I've negative split some shorter races, like tens and halves, only a few. But with the full, it's still that's still such a mystery to me. Yeah, and how to learn how to do that. So. 
But yeah. but yeah, my you're right. Like my body is beat up at this point, and not even from, from such that much a training. Short, but just, it's from a short it's training fr- cycle. Right. It's from not having right, not having the advantage of of too much base under me. So, and then you know we're gonna have a great we're gonna have a great winter and spring cycle yeah. to get you ready for Jeff's half to get me ready for pregnancy and then train like training and and kind of beyond and so it's good yeah. yeah it's crazy so yeah so to close out marine corps though too um don't feel bad about whatever like be proud of yourself for running a on an incredibly difficult day yeah and for participating in the people's marathon so you know what though we say this the only people who are upset are people who didn't get to finish rightly so People who it was their, like, not their first marathon, right? If it was within, like, numbers one through five of people's marathons, they're like, I did it. I ran a marathon today. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's funny how the more you run, like, the more kind of, like, jaded you get about marathons. Marathons are freaking hard. They are so hard. (laughs) They're so long. I'm always, like, (laughs) yeah, like, we're out there on the course. I'm like, this is too long. I know. It's just too long to be running. I know. I remember either thinking or saying, like, I can't wait until I run like a 3.30 marathon again because it's so much easier to only be out there for 3.30. Yeah, it's, you know, again, I, so much power and respect to back of the Packers because whenever you whenever yeah. we run slower than what we've run in the past, it is it is that it much is, harder to be on your feet that long. And it is a lot harder. Yeah. It is and a so, lot harder. You know, anybody who's, who's that's like, you know, a PR for them at 5.08 or whatever, like, so I give you so much kudos because that yeah. is just so or six. So I mean, yeah, like that is so much time on your feet. And you know, something else we realized it's more steps. It is. It is more steps. Yeah. It is more work. So yeah, we looked at we were comparing like so Ken who's who's here and he paced the four thirty um, for the fifty k and which and is eight forty one pace did amazing. Were, yeah, except they were under. They paced oh. four eight forty because his co pacer was kind of doing some too many like running ahead because they yeah. didn't have mile splits. Um, so anyway, he had like only 10,000 more steps than me, even though he ran it. He actually ran another five miles later. So he had 10 more miles than me, but only 10,000 more steps than me at the same point in the day. That's because crazy. He, yeah. He was running longer stride length with the shorter, uh, with the faster time. So it was more steps, more time on our feet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, more, more kudos, more power to you. If you are, you know, back at the packer, it's just so impressive that, you know, that you keep going out there. So, yeah. And I got to tell you all, all day during the marathon, I would see people on the side cheering that had their 10 K medals on. And I was like, man, I wish I got to run. The I 10K. know. I was Same. like, however, the 10 K was really difficult because that was the high humidity part of the yes. day. So there were illnesses and people dropping yeah. out at the 10 K too. Like, so, I mean, yeah. what a, what a hard day for running. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but it was, you know, I still cannot believe. So running pregnant, like yesterday I actually had a doctor's appointment, not with my OB, but with a hematologist. And I like, you know, she's like, we're talking about all this stuff and luckily everything's great. And she was like, well, uh, she's like, um, asking me something. I was like, oh yeah, I ran a marathon on Sunday. She's, she's like, you ran a marathon Sunday? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, like, because that's actually one of the ways that I have high iron. And that's one of the ways that you can keep your iron lower is that's one, like, very, very few ways to waste iron in your yeah. body, except running, because I guess it's the pounding on your feet. It is. It causes your red blood cells to explode. Yeah, it breaks them down. <laughs> and so if you're not a person with an iron, dis- you know, a disorder where you have high iron, like Liz, the rest of us, we need to be taking, be taking ex- iron, iron not supplementation. Yeah, and like more iron possibly. I mean, do get tested. Don't just yeah. go pounding iron. But I take like more iron than, than you're supposed to take because I, because I know we break it down um, just yeah. through our, yeah, by pounding on our feet. Yeah. So I like mentioned that to her and she's like, wait, what? Like, I was like, yeah, because like your red blood cells explode when you're a runner. And she's like, like looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, that, I know that's not the term of it, term right. for it, but it is, that is one of the only ways other than chelation or bloodletting to like <laughs> remove iron from the blood is through like through running, yeah. not like endurance biking doesn't do it, right. but through the pounding of running. And so, um, so anyway, she's like, you, you ran a marathon. You're, you're like, you, 
I was like, yeah, 12 weeks pregnant. Like on Sunday, I ran a marathon. She's like, you got permission, right? I was like, <laughs> yes. I was like, I did. She's like, okay, good. Because like, she's like, I'm not an OB, so I don't know if it's allowed or anything. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. I was like, no, my doctor said as long as I was slow and uh, hydrated. slow and stayed hydrated that it wouldn't be a problem. So yeah. that's what we did. We ran slow and we stayed hydrated. Yeah. But I will tell you, it, like the extra weight, even though it's not that much, just like the shifting of everything made it very, very difficult. I'm not sure I would run a marathon pregnant again. Yeah. I'm really glad that I have the experience. Like I broke down and cried because it was like such, it was such like the opposite feeling of finishing Boston. You know, we finished Boston. I finished Boston in a slow time. I had run with Marcy, which was great. But, you know, I probably could have run about 410 on my own that day, even though I had very little training under my belt. But I ran with Marcy. And I just remember just being so sad that we actually had to move on to IVF. It was like kind of our last... I had had surgery to remove polyps. We were really hoping that that was the reason I wasn't getting pregnant. And, you know, this was going to be the magic cycle that was going to keep us from having to do IVF. And it wasn't. And, you know, I found out like that morning. That you weren't pregnant. And so it was like, it was just very like sad, right? And Marine Corps finishing was like the opposite of that. It was like, it felt like those two marathons were like bookends. Yeah. To this IVF cycle, this journey. And then I had a dream. Okay. So I had this dream that, you know, I kept saying, I'm never going to do a pregnant marathon again, never going to do a marathon again. And I had this dream that I was writing an Instagram post after running the Marine Corps marathon next year. (laughs) And it was like, who knew? I was like, oops, I did it again. Who knew that after, you know, two years of struggling with infertility and IVF to get your first baby, you'd go to run the marathon, you go to run Marine Corps marathon, you know, five months postpartum only to find out that you're seven weeks pregnant. Like, uh, so that's like my foreshadowing. So fingers crossed I'll have, you know, babies that'll be 13 months apart. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. So, uh, yeah. And then I ended up running a, because we actually met a woman on the course who had not even told her friends that she was running with that she was seven weeks pregnant. So she saw, so Liz put on the back of her shirt, like we made shirts for the event, and she put on the back, um, baby's first marathon, 12 weeks today, and then mommy's 30th. Yeah. And so she must have saw that and congratulated you on your pregnancy. And she was like, she was like, I'm pregnant too. And she goes, I'm pregnant too. And we're like, oh yay! And she's like, like, shh. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. So she's other, like, I have runners with me. They yeah, don't know. They don't know. She hasn't told anybody. And she she told us she's seven weeks. Um, and she, you know, again, yeah, doing it slow and, and gentle, yeah. slow and easy, right? Yeah. And she and so I hope she did well and, yeah. and, and got to celebrate that too. Like oh. it's a it's such a huge I mean, running a marathon is so huge and running a marathon pregnant. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's something that um so few people do and get to do and I, so it's a huge accomplishment. I feel like seven weeks would be a lot better time because I didn't have any of the pelvic issues. Seven weeks seven though weeks. I had both times that I had really struggled with because well with my daughter I had really bad nausea around that time and then with my son at seven weeks it was that really bad like it was the exhaustion and it was the you had the leg cramps and and then I had and then at seven weeks was when I yeah went I had to drop from pacing air force went and did the Philly half with this terrible calf strain that just crept up out of nowhere and it was I think it was just my body telling me not to run but that was my personal worst um half yeah which then you know by 12 or 13 weeks I was running at 13 and 15 weeks I was running um you know, uh, Hershey in, in a 205 and, and Richmond in a sub two for half. Yeah. So I had, I, I did much better in my second trimester than my first. So, you know, I don't know. It depends. Everybody's so different. So it's funny because my watch says that I could do a 156 half right now. And I just don't feel like I could, like, it's, it's super like, like, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm not going to go do a half marathons pregnant. Your personal worst half is a 223. In Disney. Well, that's my personal worst. You're right. My personal <laughs> like, worst is slower than, well, because I was 25 yeah, weeks pregnant. Right. So my I personal. Like, I was like, we did a 223. So I got two personal worsts that pregnancy. Yeah, because I think mm. I think Philly ended up being, or um, yeah, Philly ended up being like no. a 215. Uh, the 18 miler. We ran way slower at, are no. you sure? Marine yeah. Corps? I thought we were like 207. 
208. Yeah, but that but Philly was slower than that. Oh, okay. Philly was like, yeah, Philly was like a 210 or 12. Oh, okay. And then we ran like a I thought you said it was a 205. No, 205 was Hershey. Hershey. At, at, thir- at 13 weeks. Yeah. So um, so I felt way better at like 13 weeks on. than at 7 weeks. So it's yeah. just very, it's... Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, I would individual at this point, just with our base of again, just like I said, you know, for you with the base of training and the like, we just don't have this big foundation of mileage that we had going into your pregnancy with Julian that makes me really set up for half marathons, even. So, I'm looking at 5Ks, possibly a 10K, but for the most part, I was thinking I would do 5Ks up to four milers. Um, and just kind of keep some consistent running and build my low aerobic zone over the next few months. I know that I'm going to have to drop down in I, at, in running mileage at some point. Yeah. But what I like my plan is then to increase uh, whatever I drop in running mileage to take half that distance and add it to my walking mileage. So about Good. the same time on my feet. So that was kind of like my trade-off. Or biking, I haven't been on the bike because I was so protective of not exuding any extra energy so that I yeah, wouldn't protecting. deplete myself. Like, But now I am starting to feel better. I'm not getting Good. super sick. I say that. I was still, like, exhausted last night. But I was able to eat dinner last night, which is huge. Um, I really have not been able to – like, I have had the smallest dinner appetite. Even after the marathon, we went to Bar Taco, and I could, like, stomach three tacos. Yeah. That was, like, it. Which is not me. Usually I'm 10 tacos. Like, I eat so much. (laughs) And so – because they're – if you haven't been to Bar Taco, they're very tidy. They're two-bite tacos. They're yeah. not, like – My husband said they're tea party, like, with yeah. your with your daughter tacos. <laughs> yeah. They're tiny. Yeah. yeah, um I no, I think and and first of all like yeah, I ran four half marathons. I do not recommend running one at 25 weeks like I did. That was awful. Four <laughs> half marathons during pregnancy. No, running one marathon during pregnancy is like 10 or 20 half marathons. So I fully say like yeah. you did enough. You do not <laughs> need to go out and running yeah. half. I just oh, I only we were at such a high level of fitness. I mean, yeah. look at what you were doing that fall where we I know. Were, we were trained together until yeah. that until I got pregnant. You went and ran the 50K in with you know, five more miles in almost the same time. We in ran 515, in 515, only 515. to go six, and like seven days later. Seven days later. To, and to PR. PR. Half. I don't yeah. even know. I right now couldn't physically get myself to Disney and run a half this Sunday. It just wouldn't. I physically couldn't do it. And we didn't run a 50K yeah. this Sunday. So, like, you were in yeah. such incredible shape. Yeah. That we were fall, both in really great that shape. That fall, I ran the 50K. Then the next weekend, I went to Disney and PR'd the half. And then I went to Richmond and paced six days a later for uh, 423 marathon. And then three weeks after that, ran a PR marathon myself. Right. Like, that was insane. Insane. You were insane. in such incredible shape. And, like, yeah. I, I didn't get tired or burnt out from it. Like, I was just like, oh, this is just running. Yeah. Like, you were at a, just a, a different level. And so, yeah. you know. Someday and, and, I will get back and there. Yes. And I, and I was, you know, coming into that fall, I was also at that yeah. level. And that's why running four I mean, halves wasn't a big deal because it was, like, a huge step down from falls. You were coming off in August. You were coming off of, of August of, like, 180 mile, 170 miles. Something 165 ridiculous. Okay. or 166 or something. Yeah. Because 170 was my highest last year with right before New York. Yeah. But, yeah, so it was a, like, we were in a completely different place physically. <laughs> and right. so, yeah, so running those, like, faster halves during pregnancy were actually, you know, not that big of a deal for us at the right. time for what we were physically doing. Right. Because we, so. because we were supposed to, I was supposed to run 50K with you. We were going to run this PR 50K, which 515, huge PR run 50K. Yeah. And then run, I think I was supposed to run Richmond the fall for my, like, um, race. And I was going to run a 340 or something, so. right? So, so I've been thinking about it because when we finished the Marine Corps Marathon this weekend, I was like, I don't think we should do it next year. I think we should take a take a fall. I've been saying that the whole time. <laughs> take a fall off of marathons. But now I actually am even more excited to like try our plan, and I think we ought to sign up for it and see what happens. Okay. So that would put me at what five months postpartum yeah. running a marathon, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, you know, it really wasn't that bad. Because I'm okay. Here's and here's my thought on it, right? Here's my thought. Those on of you it. on video, I'm like, what? <laughs> it was okay. 
Here's my thought. It wasn't. Think no, about it, it was right so, now. So fun though. Think about it right now. Was it really that bad? Do you oh, really no. feel I that actually, bad? That's why I'm like, I could so, go do Philly in two and a half weeks. I feel like it wasn't that bad. I agree. So even if we just have the same training site, we repeat next year what right. we just did. Short training cycle. Right? I think, and statistically, we should get a better day, right? We get a slightly better day. Or it's the same heat, but we've done it before. We right. know what that heat's like. Right. So we just make the goal to, like, mirror next year. That's our that's our bottom, right? Gotcha. We mirror. Okay. And then, like, that's our, like... And that's run the first half in a 236 and the second half in a 231? Sure. <laughs> well, or, or whatever. I just mean, like, training cycle and everything. Like, yeah. even worst yeah. case scenario, we do what we did this year. Yeah. Right? And best case scenario, it's, it can only be better. Like, we can't really do worse. Like, what's, what's worse? I mean, we could, we could run slower, <laughs> but... I, but running slower doesn't necessarily doesn't make it mean worse. it would be worse. No, right. So, so there's no downside. Right. And then I would say, like, we just have a we have a like a point of like we decide not to do it by, like, if we can't start a training cycle by August first. We say, nope, we're not going to do it. We are smart. We drop it. We find halves. No, we drop down. Yeah, we drop down and decide to do the 10K instead. Yeah. We lose nothing. Yeah. By signing up for it and planning for it. And then we just make a date. Like, maybe it's even, like, July 24th. We decide, are we going to do the marathon or are we going to do the 10K? And whatever we decide, that July 24th gives us plenty of time to you know, either build up to good marathon mileage or build some great speed and decide to go for the 10K. Yeah. Well, and what I, you know, what I want to echo, like you just said, it can't be worse and it can't, you know what, nothing can be worse because there's no such thing as worse. It's all relative. Right. And so. But it's just do, I mean, honestly, it's will I with a new child have the the time. time. Exactly. And that's. To train for a marathon. Exactly. But I like want to say like for, you know, anyone out there, like, yeah, regardless of pregnancy, babies, whatever, you can't judge. It's all relative and you can't judge any time or any finish or any race against another. And here's, here's what I mean by worse. It can't like. As long as we can get the training in. Because uh-huh. that's something that I will stand by. Do not sign up for a marathon, phone in the training, and then go to the marathon and then get upset right. when they cut the course. Right. Right? You have to do the work for mm-hmm. a marathon. And that's what I'm talking about yeah. here. Let's sign up. Let's make a date we say, okay, by this date, if we're not ready to do the work or if the work has, and we give ourselves drop dates, right, yeah. in the training, we we say, nope, we made this plan. We said that if we hadn't done X, Y, and Z, we go to the 10K, we change the yeah. plan, right, because we have to respect the marathon distance. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is something that has not been happening in the runner's community. And and I saw it pre-pandemic, but I th- I'm seeing it even more post-pandemic, less and less and less respect for the marathon distance. Right. You have to respect this distance. It is so difficult. Yeah. We talk about, oh, it was easy. Oh, it was easy. No. Like, it was easy because it was my fucking 30th. 30th. It was like, my 17th. But it wasn't and it's not actually easy. easy. It's not right, easy. right. This is, this is, like, we have to respect this distance. It's hard. It's a super accomplishment, and there is nothing wrong with not ever running a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. But, you know, people who just continuously go out there running back-to-back-to-back marathons for these finishes, like, you know, is that respecting the distance? I would say in some cases, yes. People who go out there and they start at a pace and finish at that same pace and they're constantly – and they're repeating that over and over – I would say even some people who are going out there and they're running the same way each time, kind of a 
fast right. half and then a walking finish and they're you know they're not ending up injured but if you're going out there not doing the training not respecting the distance finishing a marathon getting injured being injured for 6 weeks only to try to cram to do another marathon and you're repeating this like not respecting the distance running a marathon being injured not respecting the distance running a marathon being injured like that's not healthy for your body or your mind. No. Like, True. take some time, respect the distance, do the training. Let me tell you, the marathon's a lot more fun. Right. Like, that medal means more when you cross the finish line and you feel great and you're able to close out your training cycle and start again. Like, it, it does. It In means more way. to you. Like, yeah. no matter what the time is, it means more when you finish and your body feels good. Yeah. Yeah, so so we'll set uh, gauntlets for ourselves yeah, in the summer exactly. next summer that give us the here's okay exactly yeah whatever the dates are because then, where we are at that then time. that allows us to still like be make that leap of faith goal still yeah. sign up for CIM use Marine Corps as a training run sign up for CIM and then we can make the decision you know what marathon isn't happening in October but we can still do CIM or we just make the decision you know marathon is not happening this season yeah. let's get our 5 and 10k times really fast right so that you we know, can then use that later like build and then up do speed. a spring marathon you know the and following year and there's a lot to that too like again the marathon gets so much um, easier it gets well it gets like so much like hype and chatter right oh, yeah. everyone so it's the sexy distance there is so much to getting your 5K or your 10K speed oh, yeah. up and then using that later. You know, get oh, your yeah. speed up and then translate Track it over. Track Club Babe talks about that yes. all the time. Like, yes. like, in order to get faster in the marathon, you can't just train for the marathon right. and practice the marathon. You've got to get that short speed up. And yeah. we we see training paces over and over and over we see no variation in training paces. And we, and granted, we might not see an overall pace, like a distance and overall pace have that much variation. Like if you look back at my 2019, it looks like I ran everything in the 945s. But if you like look into it, workouts were a lot of sub seven minute miles right. with walking intervals to average like a 930 right. overall. Yeah. And then a lot of 945s in my gray heart rate zone, straight running, or not straight running, but interval running. So there was that polarized training. Yeah, zone one running and, and exactly four running. And so, I mean, I think that it's really, really important. If you want to get faster, you've got to make the commitment to run your easy runs easier. Yeah, so you can crush run your Run your hard runs harder. So, or to the yeah, or to the guidance that you're like working with your coach or whoever, so that you're not overdoing them because you can't overdo it in training. But don't prove your fitness on your workouts, don't prove your fitness on your workouts, run your workouts to where your coach has told you, or you know, to the right heart rate zone, to the right, you know. And if you do accidentally go over and like run a workout too hard or whatever, take like ditch the next workout to make sure you're physically recovered you know yeah there's no rush to to get fitness and if you are recovered maybe your goals need to be higher and yeah. you know and it might be just like but if you feel just be yeah, happy if you get injured from that you know <laughs> then that's a sign that yeah it was too hard so I did I will tell you for a split second I looked at the holiday half <laughs> for a split second and I was like maybe the four miler though um yeah I'm just I'm like kind of itching to like go run local races because yeah. I haven't done it in so long. Right. It's so fun to have our local races yeah, and be I, able to just, you I know, mean, even like Marine Corps, being able to get them. down to the sleep in your own bed and then get down to the start yeah. line. And it is really fun. To and I haven't that. done that since, you yeah. know, pre pandemic. Right. And so I'm kind of, and I haven't done like 5Ks really since. God, forever ago. It feels like 2017. The, yeah, the ones we have here are so fun. The December, yeah. January, and February ones. So I, yeah. So those are exciting and fun to do. Jump into 5Ks. Yeah. It's, I love it. It'll be really, really interesting to see, you know, how my legs respond to the shorter distance. Just mm-hmm. because we've been running such short intervals. Like, I was like, man, I've got to, like, start practicing running, like, for 30 seconds. Although, <laughs> maybe 2020 is my new yeah. 5K. Yeah, it might be worth trying, yeah. you know? Oh, my gosh, so, I wish you could see this on Penny, video. Penny, Penny has her little head in my arm. She's uh, she's ready. She's so cute. She's ready for oh. a walk. So, 
recap on Marine Corps. It was awesome. You should, you know what, though? If you are thinking, if you're out there listening and you're like, man, this makes me, even though we were like going marathon so hard, it was so, so hot, hard. it was so awful. So long. Um, <laughs> so long. If you have not ever done a marathon or you haven't done a marathon in a long time or you're looking for your next marathon, I highly recommend the People's Marathon, yes. Marine Corps Marathon, because even though they did have to cut the course this year, in general, it, it happens to be one of the more forgiving races as far as, you know, time. I believe it is a 16-minute mile cutoff. I, yeah, this, is that seven hours? or Yeah. And so it, it is one that, you know, it is the People's Marathon. Yeah. They... They do a wonderful job putting it on. It's beautiful to run through. Like, yeah. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's very it. inspiring, especially if you yeah. have any military connections. I know for us, that's, you know, yeah. we've got military family, and, and uh, my husband's Marine. And so it very is a very inspiring race. And yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's a great one. So I, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, sign up for it. It's open right now. Registration is open. I probably will sell out. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going to go register for it. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely, we highly recommend it if you're thinking about um, a marathon. If you're not sold on whether you want to do a marathon yet, sign up for the Marine Corps Marathon 10K and go spectate Marine Corps. It is yeah. the best race to spectate because it's so easy to see runners multiple times due to the way the course is laid out. Yeah. So... And then you'll get inspired, and you'll want to do it. And then you'll want to do it. Year, so. <laughs> I, I spectated in twenty in 2001 when my mom ran her very first marathon, and I remember thinking, wow, I could never do that. And yeah. here I am. Yeah. Here I am, 30 marathons. I can't believe I ran 30, 30 marathons. That's so many marathons. It is. <laughs> so many. How many miles is that? That's a lot of miles. And I know. It doesn't <laughs> include, like, training <laughs> runs that are, like, longer than that. So oh, it's amazing. <sighs> oh, Yikes, yikes. And we have our new yellow and blue Ren Galloway Girls sweatshirts. So. I know. We need to make some more stuff yeah. or figure out what, yeah. We or need do to do another, like, order course. round. Yeah. So. Some merch. Well, yeah, so if you want to support the podcast, you can go to rungalleygirls.com slash shop or beautycounter.com slash rungalleygirls. Oh, they have a lot of holiday stuff right now. Yeah. And, yeah, so next week we will be talking about recovery and our plans for this winter, fall, and answering questions. And probably we'll be chatting about New York because New York is this weekend. Yeah. So good luck, everybody running New York. Yeah. And wine and dine. And wine and dine. Have so much fun. Wine and dine is so fun. I want to go run wine and dine. (laughs) Maybe that should be my goal race next year. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.